House of Run podcast. What are you into these days? Mostly running, Howard. Running. Yeah. Look at Bill! Look at Bill! Coming on! Bill, you're coming on! I'm not thinking about making the team. I'm thinking about gold in Munich. What can I say? I got beat by a zebra. Starts now. We are back. House of Run podcast. House of Run at gmail.com is our email address. I'm Kevin. He is Jason. We're recording on a Tuesday evening in what is a very busy week in track and field. Last weekend it was crowded, Jason. This weekend, even more so. You got college stuff going on. You have Diamond League. You have Continental Tour. You have a bunch of smaller one-off meets that still have incredible fields. Um, we are sort I think we are in the busiest time is at least what it feels like. I know there's going to be that hectic week when there's like USA's and Jamaican champs are going to be that same weekend, but that's a little different because then like the diamond league and stuff's on pause. And then we get later on the season when it's just like one diamond league a week, but like right now it feels the busiest. Yeah. I think everybody's kind of tuning up, right? Like, so this is like, you know, June, we're getting close to, you know, USA's champion. So it's like, nobody's waiting any longer to start their seasons mm. or do anything. So it's like, yeah, everything's going full force right now, which is, uh, which is fun. Yeah. If you're waiting to run, something's wrong. Yes. Like, so if we read the panic meter, like you're really worried about Stefan Hassan cause she hasn't run yet. You're worried about, you know, yeah. right. Benjamin just scratched another race. You're, you're worried about those things. Although you're probably really worried about Carson Warholm. Uh, I was wondering how long it would take. I was just oh, think, counting it. Okay, minute fifty. That's where we're at. <sighs> rough. You go real rough. Go ahead. Go ahead. You have the floor. I, I mean, it's just you know really sad, um, and it's just kind of hoping that it's that he'll be able to bounce back still. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, I don't feel like a ton has come out about it. You know, there's still it's not like. Carson Warholm's season is over, at least mm-hmm. not that I've seen. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm worried. And hamstring is one of those things too that just take forever. So like, even if it was, even if you just strain your hamstring, like, yeah. it's like you just can't do anything for extended period of time. Um, Good news is barely uses it, and he's not a guy who runs with a lot of force. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, four Very meter hurdles. Just um, floats. He, just full sprint over barriers. Um, He's lucky he hadn't pulled ideal. it just screaming before a race. I'm surprised his yeah. hamstring has out of I thought his larynx might be teared, <laughs> torn at some point, but like I did not. I was hoping not the hamstring. I'm laughing to keep from crying. I don't want to power rank. That's where the jokes are at, yeah. I don't want to power rank which injuries would be the most depressing this track season, but he's definitely in the first tier. I wanted to see Warholm this whole season and that whole event it just i can't believe it it was one hurdle and then that was it in his debut race and they said they didn't know what was going on i'm choosing to be optimistic because there was no grabbing it and then screaming on the ground yeah there was and someone was going to scream on the ground it would be warhol right Yeah. yeah he just got done screaming before the gun went off, it would have made yeah. sense to naturally transition back to screaming if your hamstring got torn. 
so that gives me a little bit of confidence knowing nothing else about this injury. But you're right. The hamstring part of it is what bugs me. And the fact that this is the beginning of June instead of the beginning of May when it happened yeah. and the championships are in seven weeks now, six weeks. Like, yeah, that's quick. Did you look into canceling your flight once you saw this injury? <laughs> You're just like, I'm not going anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm not flying out to Eugene on my exceptionally cheap airfare. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely concerning. I also feel like, and maybe this is, maybe I'm just 100% wrong, but I feel like if it was torn, you just announce it because it's over. Like, you don't Fair. hold that information back. Whereas if it's the strain, and there's obviously levels of strain and all this stuff that I don't understand, but like... Mm-hmm. I feel like if you know for sure the season's over, you there's no need to hold that off for like a couple weeks, is there? Or am I just telling that to myself? I agree with that sentiment. I guess it's just a question of trying to figure – how quickly can you figure that stuff out is, is what I would know. Because there's probably a lot of gray area, right? It's clearly not – he wasn't so strained that he had to like get carted off, right? But there's a lot – there's a big difference between – that and being able to run four meter hurdles in, in for, 45 no, seconds. For sure. So I, I'm guessing it's in that zone, which is a very large zone, and they're trying to figure out exactly where it is. Yeah, I, I hope that's the case. I'm looking for any sign of optimism. Can you give me your top five worst as a fan sports injuries for pros? Oh, wow. Or Like all time? Yeah, all time. <sighs> That's a great question. Um, so for this, me, I mean, Gary, Gary Payton the second uh, is number one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's see when. I mean, Rose has to be up there, right? But he got. I was going to so say Rose is top five for sure, and it's got a chance to be number one. Um, Any significant was, Cubs injuries? Um, I mean, so those it's more you, you, like Mark Pryor is like a guy whose career got derailed by injuries. And he was like his first full year in the big leagues. He was like maybe the best pitcher in baseball. Mm -hmm. And then it's just a series of just sometimes unluckiness and other things. So it's like, it's hard, I guess, to pin down one particular injury in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, that one's, that one's a little tougher, but it was like more like a series full of injuries with him. Um, So yeah, Rose is on there. Um, You know, Carson Warholm uh, pending here. Uh, See how that goes. Let's see, has there ever been a football injury that really... The Bears just haven't been that good for that long, so it's really tough. How about Van Niekerk? Oh, yeah, Van Niekerk's on there for sure, because it's... I mean, it's... And then I guess the longer that lingers, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just making me hate soccer, which is, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan to begin with. Rugby! So sorry. It's, Touch it's, rugby. No, that's right. Rugby, that's right. Um, yeah, I would have to... I have to have to really write this down. I mean, I wasn't old enough to really remember Jordan breaking his foot in his second year. I was, I was a... a Small, small child. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Really? Yeah, that was. That, yeah. I mean, he missed almost the entire year. But I think about Rose when I think about Chicago injuries. That's just the yeah, and it was during the playoffs. Yeah. Um. You know, there Lonzo was a one Ball. Scene. Lonzo Ball. On the list. Alex Caruso. Yeah. I mean, that was. That was a lot of the same week. Yeah. How about Johan Blake? Man, that's a tough one. Yeah, because again, it's on the surface maybe the one-off injury mm-hmm. you don't consider it to be like career-ending. And obviously he's still running, but it kind of was career-ending because he's went from he just won the a second race. best sprinter in history. 
Yeah. Yeah. To true. a guy who runs, you know, nine nine five from time to time. Uh Niederman hurting his hamstring senior year, putting the oh, four bite in jeopardy. Big. That was big. Um a lot of drama can with I that rank, one too. Can, can I rank my own during a half marathon? Me just falling to the to the ground, tearing my meniscus. <laughs> I was going to say meniscus. when I ran in when I ran into a parked car and bent a license plate. I, I didn't get injured. That was a good one. Was maybe top twenty on that one. Yeah, that's up there for sure. All right, so we're bummed about Warholm. I just want to let everybody know uh, it's okay to feel sad. I'm holding out hope, you know, and especially Benjamin. Like you mentioned, it's like not sure, like like. If you had to pick right now, Dos Santos the favorite for gold? Yeah, and listen, he is a great runner. Yes. Great hurdler. He's deserving. Of, like, if he ends up winning this year, and you're like, wow, look at this guy all time. Like, he, he, he's amazing. He's number three all time. He deserves it. But if I'm in Eugene, Oregon, watching a four-meter hurdle final, and it doesn't include Rye Benjamin and Carson Warholm, I'm going to scream. So bummed. So I'm going to scream. Mad. I'm going to get a whole bunch of paper towels from the bathroom and put them over my face and scream into them. I'm going to be so upset. I'm scream into my Viking helmet that I was going to bring. Yeah, I know. You were going to dress up, man. This, this, there's no, but here's the thing, too. Not Nobody roots for injuries, obviously, that being said. Of course. But, but there's yeah. some people who are just like, eh on some injuries because, you know, it gives them an advantage or whatever. They're, they'll think to themselves, well, they're playing in a certain way that, that like, made it coming. Literally nobody wants Carson Warholm to be hurt. There's not a no. soul on this earth that wants this or is happy about this or is looking for any sort of silver lining in Warholm being hurt because Benjamin wants to beat him. Dos Santos wants to beat him. Yeah. And they are both confident enough to think they can beat him. And everyone else in the world wants to watch. Like that's yeah exactly no the other like billions of people want to watch. Yeah, Allison Dos Santos is like best friend. Maybe I don't know. I don't know the guy. Business Could manager just be maybe like, screw this guy. You know, and yeah. he's sold his soul to the devil, and this is what's happening. I'm not sure. Yeah, I wouldn't um, wish it. I wouldn't. I would. That's bad karma. But I'm saying those guys want to be able to beat Carson. That's what I think. Yes. No, and, I, I think 100. percent It'd be one thing if this second best guy was four seconds behind him and they had no chance. Like this isn't the favorite in your state championship, like from a rival school, like hurting themselves. And then now you have all of a sudden have this opportunity to win. Like these guys thought they were capable of winning, I believe because they were the two and three in history. And I think they wanted to win yeah. it that way. So I'm, uh, it just, I didn't anticipate that happening when I saw, him pull up. Just, he seems like the kind of guy who doesn't get hurt. Like that's he's a, indestructible. He's indestructible. Yeah, you just he can't. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what that's what hurts. So I agree. I mean, ideal. You know, best case scenario. Like you said, when we're only six, seven weeks out. Like that's. I was. I, I feel like when you think of hamstring, you think of like six weeks kind of thing. Even even then. Um, and who knows? I mean, maybe it's just gonna make. He's gonna have a singular. His first race back will be the first round, mm-hmm. you know, at the, at the world championships and, and he'll, he'll work himself into shape over, yeah, over a few rounds and it'll, yeah. all, you know, be great. But yeah, it, it, it kind of, you know, it hurts. And we were always, obviously everyone was curious too. what, you know, I mean, dude ran 45, like yeah. what could he do? Could, could he actually even get faster? Um, that seems even obviously more unlikely, but uh, who knows? Mm. In happier four meter hurdle news, Sydney McLaughlin's still really fast. Oof, man. You know, she doesn't like to run, um, but she kind of makes the best of it every time she does. She's uh, just 
I just am like every time she runs 400 hurdles, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what it, that looks like. That's so awesome. <laughs> and she's like, nope, but you only get three a year. That's yeah. all I'm gonna do. And um, I can't argue with it though. Like she's just so freaking good. It's insane. Fifty-one, sixty-one. People pointed out the hurdles were in the wrong spot for a couple. Yeah, uh, that would probably throw off some people. Maybe it did. It threw her off. That's why I didn't. Yeah. I thought the time was wrong. I actually did the thing that I hate when people do. I timed it myself, Jason. I'm gonna be Ooh. honest. Yeah, and I got forty-six-four, so I don't think I did it right. Uh, but you rewatch it, you see how many times she stutter steps, a couple times, and you're yeah. like, this, "This makes no sense that she'd be able to run faster." And then you find out the hurdles were in the wrong spot. Well, okay, that's still incredible. Oh. Because so she potentially could have got the world record there, which would have been a strange turn of events for her. Yeah, to break season the opener act. world records. I don't know how often that happens. Season uh, open world record after running in an iconic race. That yes, would have been strange. right. The after yeah, setting it for the third time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she's just absolutely insane. I, I, I you know, it's and I, I think one of my bold predictions was Delilah Muhammad was going to win. Mm. the gold this year um that you know that hurts uh, that t- takes a little bit of a hit for sure um and then i mean femke bowl you know like looked nothing but great this year i think she makes she's run the 400 hurdles this weekend uh yeah well she's around 53.9 i mean i yeah it's not no i don't it's think two different events good. right now i mean it honestly i mean she's in the exact same position as dos santos right i mean well dos santos has a win over benjamin I mean, it would be the equivalent, I guess, if Bull ran against uh, Muhammad heads up and beat her. But there's just a lot yeah, more I mean, like, time-wise and stuff. It's all like kind of the same. Oh, like you know. being the third best in history. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah, this, like an, this season. Yeah. Like we're putting a lot of weight on Femke Bull's 300-meter world record, which is a great time. It's awesome. But I need to see, I need to see more no. from her. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, I'm not picking her to win <laughs> by any means. You know, yeah. I think that's, uh, that's pretty unlikely. Um, but... Yeah, she. I mean, she's. You know, like I said, yeah, fifty three ninety four is you know fine, and that's that's a totally normal opening. Yeah, um, yeah. It's time, not... I guess. You know, it's not like no, there's nothing exciting about it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I can't imagine McLaughlin looking that good. It's just effort. I mean, man, it looks so easy. Should the time count? <sighs> I think it's easy to say yes here because it wasn't the world record. <laughs> If she had set the world record, that's yeah. where it gets really tough. Because then you'd um, be like, "Well, actually, it sped her up." <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, but it's like when when you go, "Okay, it's you know her second best time ever, and whatever the third best time in history." Third, yeah, sure, yeah. it counts. Why not? <clears throat> well, because if you took this to its logical conclusion, you could put hurdles in an advantageous position. <laughs> yeah, for that's true. In, in in the wrong spot, and then times would count. Like, how do you define? What wh- where's the line between it helps them and it hurts them? I mean, very clearly here it did not help her out because, but I mean, that's just like it's like changing the play, you know, in the middle of a like like you're a wide receiver's running halfway down the field and the no do something completely different. It's like what like they had all the timing and everything, um, you know, they work on this stuff to a T. The step count in between each hurdle and then to right. change it like that, I mean, I. I explained oh, yeah. it before. And still almost is... your best time ever. It's yeah. If anything, it's 
before it was, you know, I mean, you go into the season and I mean, she's only 22, but you just still go like, man, can she get better? Like, is that possible? Because she's already set yeah. her own world record multiple times. No, she's better. Could, she's better. I'm no, 100% no, percent sure she's better now. And that's, I agree. And that's like that. I mean, that, that answer's done. And I think she, you know, she's, I think she's for sure going to PR again this year, which means she's going to set yeah. a world record again this year, um, which is just even crazier because it's just like, I mean, she's been part of, I, I don't know, four world record times, right? Or four world record races? Yes. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't, it's not going to be the last for sure. So I, I just, she, yeah. I, she was, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know she was say. already, I don't know what to say. Well, here, I'll say this. She was already ahead of the other two, and then now she's faster. So yeah. expect them to come back. That's asking an awful lot. Maybe Bull can do it because she's younger. Yeah, Bull's even younger than she is. Yeah. Yeah. So but. maybe she can do it, but to ask Muhammad to do it is is tough. No, I, the way. Yeah. I mean the the fact that the hurdles in the wrong spot is just the first of all very track, but it's just like the cherry on top. I mean, I described it as her having to deal with expert mode, like they couldn't make the formula hurdles hard enough so it's right. like you, you get it's like playing wordle you know on the hard mode where you have to reuse right every clue back again or yeah. something like that i mean it's just the rules don't really apply to like you shouldn't be able to do that you should not be able to have that step sequence so thrown out of whack but be fast enough and be poised enough too to almost run a world record. Like it's just that just should not be possible. I mean it's more no, impressive. I mean it's it's more impressive than her world record race, which is just <laughs> it's stupid to say, but it is. Well to do it alone too. I mean, yeah. It's, it's just she won by two seconds. I mean yeah, what's going on here? You know. Muhammad was right there on the on the last one. Yeah. So it's I didn't believe it, which is why I had to time it myself. That and the, <laughs> the, stu- the stutter thing was throwing me off too. It was just because I just I watched the Tokyo race. I said, This is it. This could be it. And we said at the time, savor this moment. Probably not going to happen again. And then it happens <laughs> like less than a year later in a race she wins by two seconds. Yeah. And just this, Where the hurdle you know. crew's like out to lunch. Yeah. And even like the cameras is like, it's not even like that super, you know, high quality HD that like you're getting the great angles. You're just kind of like, right. oh, this is just a regular race. That's yeah. Yeah. And then, I didn't even know she was running so, it. We didn't even talk about yeah. her being in the race because we didn't right. know she was yeah, exactly. in the race. Yeah. So she's... Yeah, she's she's impossible. Um, I, I mean, so she obviously she won the gold last year. Just, you know, multiple world records. She's the favorite to win the gold this year. I mean, do do you think she moves on from the four hundred hurdles? Like, at some point, like what else? Or does she, she just dominate it for, you know, several years? More? She gra- I, she I, graduates I, out of it. I I just want. I mean, I know we talked about it. I think, you know, last year or two years ago, and it's, it's, I mean, it's a dumb question overall. It's like, hey, you're the best in the world at this event, so go do something else. Like, no, that's not a good idea. That's not, you know, that's Michael Jordan yeah. playing baseball. Why would you do that? Um, but it's also like, man, yeah, so if she sets the world record again, she goes, you know, 51 low or whatever this year, and she wins, whatever, you know, dominates in the, in the final, and you just go like, man. Does, does she have to like? Do we want her to run the four hundred now? Like, is that? Mm-hmm. Is, do I need to see her square off against Shelly Marie Weibo? Like, and it's only because she's so good mm-hmm. that that we're saying that, and because yeah. 
the 400 hurdles is, you know, it's now a premier event in our eyes for sure, but it still seems like the regular 400 is going to have more, more gusto than the, than the hurdles does. Yeah. I think it just depends what motivates her because she hasn't really talked about that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. and there was so much pressure on her coming out of high school and college and then, you know, being a one and done and then becoming a pro and all the stories about who she going to sign with and where she signs. It's just, I don't know what her career goals are when it comes to this. Like, does she want to be, you know, the most decorated? Like, does she want to chase like Felix's medal record or is she going to be like, Hey, I'm going to do like two Olympic, another Olympic cycle. And then that'll be it. And move on to something yeah. else. I, I honestly don't know just because um, she hasn't really talked much she's, about. She's quiet. Like, yeah, she doesn't really. Well, and the, I, well, the one, the most um, open we saw her was talking, was it after the Olympics last year, or the trials? She released that video of like how stressed she was, like yeah. talking about how much of a toll competing had taken on her. So I have no, I have no idea. I feel like though, if she wins this summer, and then you know breaks the world record again. I mean, she if she runs under fifty seconds or fifty one seconds, yeah, it's 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 just a it's a complete wrap at that point. And right. if you're trying to like have more fun and take the pressure off, just be like, all right, I'm the best ever in this event. It's very clear. I'm gonna go do another event if I want to stay in track or I want to do something else. Like like you've kind you've answered all the questions at that point. And we talk about goat stuff way too much. I think. But she sure. would be she'd be the fastest ever to that status. Yeah, it's true, right? Yeah, like it's like what else? What else do you have her do? It's so insane to that like, she how good she is and how quick quickly she got there. You're absolutely right. It's just like, do you think she can break fifty one? I can't say no. I don't think it seems. Right. I mean, going into the year, I was said absolutely not. Right, because it's crazy. Um, yeah, I would have told. I would. It's legit I would. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Me, me too. But I'm. But also, I mean, I would have said there's no. You know, Carson Wilhelm's not gonna break forty six. That's impossible. Yeah. Um. So, and after what she just did, like I said, wrong. You know, wrong hurdles runs fifty one six. You know, arguably could have broken her world record in in her opener. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. I can't say no. <laughs> right. Race everything. Everything goes absolutely right. Then yeah, sure. She was off by 0.15 in this race of the world record, not of, yeah. of sub 51. But so, okay, if she does that and say Muhammad stays the same and say Bowl improves but Bowl doesn't get faster than Muhammad Simon in Tokyo last year, she'd be about a half a second clear of everybody else Yeah, in, in history with two gold medals. It's just – again, I know it's short and I know people like to stack up – you know, this they had this many global medals and they win this many in a row. But sometimes you don't need all that. And if you go sub-51 and you have the two golds, it's like, all right, yeah, move on to something else. Like you've, yeah. you have nothing more to gain. The only way this becomes pe- competitive is if you slow down by a bunch. Because it's just – I mean I think – I think bowl is going to be amazing. But if Sydney puts it sub fifty one, no, I'm sorry, it's just not happening. Yeah, I mean it's the same, you know. Yeah, it's like with Warhol when we're like, he's gonna break the world record. 
you know, and if he goes 46-4, it's like, ooh, can Benjamin get there? Or, yeah. you know, and then it's like, oh, 45-9. And you're just like, oh, okay. Um, Which I think is still – I think that is still possible because he wasn't too far off, you know, getting the right race. I just think Sydney going sub-50 – that's a half second more Yeah. than what she ran – or half second less than what she ran. Yeah, it would be more than a second advance of, of bull uh, at that point. Um, yeah. Exactly. Well, and then you go back to the previous era, right? What the record they're all chasing initially before all this started in 2019, 52.34. Yeah. So it'd be 1.3 seconds faster than than the record was before this era. It's just, it's a wrap. It's, you don't need to do it. Like I, I, like, I didn't expect her to get to that. What is she, 22? Yeah, 22. Right? Turns twenty three this year, I guess. So August, I, I yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't expect it to happen that quickly. And I again I I just don't I don't I don't know what she would want. I guess, you know, if Miller Weibo starts hurdling, that would be a person who could make it interesting. But right. it's just you're so confident at that point that no one's gonna match it. You could just be like you know it's like it's like Krauser throwing twenty three meters on his first throw and then passing on all the other ones. But like right. with your career, yeah. But like, I'm so confident that no one's gonna match this. You guys have at it for the next, the the, the duration of my career. I'm gonna go to another event, or I'm gonna do something else, and that's it. Like that's how far out she would put that mark. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, Rabat, do you have other Rabat stuff other than the Warholm getting injured? I, I mean, Thompson are all one yep. comfortably. So that was not surprising at all. There was an 800. There was an 800. Uh, that's true. It wasn't great. Um, my guy finished last twice in a row now. So I'm beginning to slightly <laughs> worry about the Mariano Garcia era. Are you selling Mariano Garcia stock at this um, point? You know, I mean, it's a penny stock at this point, and uh, so I might go down with the ship. Um, yeah, I mean, Emmanuel Career opening with 146.9. Um, winning time, 145.4. Nigel Amos second. Wanyoni, right? Yeah. Um, which is fine, but this, I mean, this was pretty good field. As far as what we can expect for the 800, um, and this is what we got. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, come uh, come defend your 800, guys. You got this. Actually, the be- I mean, easily the best race of the thing was probably the the men's steeple, right? I mean, two guys sub eight again. This is like the steeple's back. Germa and uh, and Albacali. Oh, first time two sub Gordon looked this one up. Um, First time two sub eights in the same race since 2012. Wow, that's I didn't realize it was that much. I, I know there was a you know it, it had been a few years since anyone had run sub eight, and then now we've had three or four this year. Um, which, yeah, that's that's fun because for a while there it was just kind of it, it, there was it was dipping pretty bad. Yeah, Kiprutu back too. Did you see that? He was in the, up there in, in fourth. So yeah, it's a it's a event had a little bit of a dip and then now it's back but you know those were one of the two that we were talking about last year being being rough um felix ran 5071 in a 400 
Yeah. Which she looked pretty good. Uh, she she finished second, I believe, in that race, right? Correct. Um, Correct. Yeah. But uh, yeah, fifty seventy one. I think that's more than she did by this point last year. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the 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 depth in the women's four hundred isn't still super deep. Um, you have like Miller Weibo, obviously. And you have like Paulino and I don't know a couple others, but. She got the bronze last year. I'm not, you know, she's certainly not a favorite to medal. Um, wouldn't necessarily be the smartest pick, but like, I don't know. She could, she could get right around, uh, you know, 50-0 again. Like that doesn't seem crazy. And that puts her on the team. Easy. Yeah. I mean, that's just easily. Yeah. I mean, like you know, she. So let's see. I'm looking at last year. Yeah, I guess she was about the same. I mean, she at May 31st she ran 50.66, um, and that was her lot. You know only her second one of the year right before. And that was the last race we ran before trials. So yeah, I mean, she got down to, you know, 50 Oh, at, at the trials, then she ran 49, four, which is still so insane at Tokyo. Um, I can't put anything past her. You know, she's, she's the best. So it's cool to see her run. Well, like, I don't, I don't think she's going to go out, you know, with like a sixth place finish at the trials. Yeah. But, Oh wait, so wait, say that again. I said I don't think she's going to go out as like a sixth place finish in the trials or like out in the semis at the trials. Like I think she's like, like I'd probably pick her to make the team just because I think she will. Top three. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's just. Do you want to bet against Allison Felix? Like, go for it. No, no, because I I looked at the descending order list today. I did a video about it. She's fourth in the U.S. right now. One of those people is a thing, Mo, that's ahead of her. So yeah, and, and Mo could be you know if Mo decides to run it, Mo is clearly she not the level. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think, think so. Run. Yeah, you know, so it's just crazy because I didn't even think the way she was talking about this farewell season it was just going to be make a couple appearances and say peace. Now I'm like, all right, fifty point seven, you're going to make the final, which means you're on relay, and you're right. The whole not betting against her. I mean, I just <laughs> I thought it was it. <laughs> The way yeah, she's I mean, talking it should about be right. <laughs> it's like this would be fifteen. I mean, the fact teams that she got the bronze last year still blows my mind. This would be fifteen teams in a row. I just think it's even in a, if she makes that final, it's pretty impressive given how deep the four hundred usually is. But I don't see there's any way that she doesn't, barring some sort of setback or a massive influx of talent from a place that we don't know like i don't like there's a whole group of secret 400 meter runners that we don't know about i don't know that's just yeah, not... ncaa's like puts out you know the there's but four that... sub 50 women there like that be... okay but let me here let me let me go through the list of people who are basically top 10 in the u.s right now okay in in, in the 400 and then i mean we can brainstorm and see if there's anybody missing but because a lot of them are you you know NCAA people who they might end up running faster, but they're just known quantities. So you have number one is Britton Wilson, 50.05. She's a former hurdler, though. She runs for Arkansas. She might end up doing the quarter, though, because I would probably rather do the quarter on the U.S. <laughs> than former hurdles. A thing, Mo, the yep. enemy runner, Kennedy Simon, Collegian, Felix, Alexis Holmes, Collegian, Chia Robinson Jones, Collegian, Ellis. 51 flat is her fastest this year. She's a pro. Irby, 51.03. She's a pro. So that's what? How many deep? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's eight deep right there. 
that gets you to 5103. Jeez. Yeah, obviously it'll get faster than that, but even then, it's... Like, I don't... Who? I mean, I guess there's some names, like, that we, you know, made teams in the past, but I feel like we would have seen them by now, and they're running out of time. They're at three weeks. Less than three weeks. Correct? Two weeks? Yeah. What are we... What no, are we you're at? right. I mean, that's... Yeah. Like I said, I think, you know, you obviously get some fast times at NCAAs, but also... I'm. It, it's been shown it's not the smartest idea to bet on NCAA athletes performing their best at USA's. Like mm-hmm. the absolute best of the best can sometimes do it, but like it's a really long season. Um, it's tough. So yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on that. Uh, let's see. I mean, I'm looking at. I'm looking at 2021. Oh, you want the times? I got them. Yeah. So I'm just just you know Kinnear Hayes. Forty-nine-seven. Oh, you're talking about just season's best. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just like, hey, who was the you know who was the best four hundred meter hurdle runner? So obviously Felix was one. Uh, Mo was two. Mm-hmm. Hayes was three. Shamir Little was four. Jonathan was five. Ellis was six. Irby seven, and Kalen Whitney eight. And a lot. I mean, a majority of these were at Eugene. At trials, yeah, and then you mm-hmm. have like Jessica Beard, either either trials or pre. It looks like because um, it's Eugene, Oregon, next to all these all these performances. Um, but even then, you have what I mentioned eight names, and that's gets you to fifty point seven basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those women I mentioned are not four hundred meter runners, you know, like it's really really good. Uh, so. Yeah, I just don't see any reason, like I said, something would have to go wrong for her not to make the final. And overall, I'm gonna bet again I'm gonna bet on her against most collegians. You know, I just think she can get to third. Like she doesn't have to win it, right? Like it's fine. You can you can lose to a couple of women who have who have a really good day. Um but <laughs> I mean if there's someone who's who's going to probably be right at the right time, I think mm-hmm. it's probably me, Felix. Do you th- do you think she thought she was going to be able to get into like otherwise why would she not just say hey um uh, I'm going to try to make another team It's yeah it's curious I mean I what I mean you have to have just su- such supreme confidence if you're Allison Felix cuz mm-hmm. look at the career you've had obviously yeah. So I mean but it'd be so interesting because you never know an athlete's like truly what they believe like, some of them are going to be delusional to the end, right? Like, your Russell Westbrook will probably think he's the best player in the NBA mm-hmm. um, next year, and it's, it's, it's going to be bad. And I think, you know, a lot of athletes have more, like, actual clarity than that. And, yeah. and Felix seems, obviously, just like, she she seems like she would be, like, able to be really honest with everything. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, if last year, do you, I mean, she went 49-4. Like, that's still... Not last year, she didn't. In, she ran four nine four last year, last year at Tokyo. Oh. Yeah, but which is remarkable in its own right. But then when someone says, "Hey, I'm coming back for one more season," it's not about the time on the clock. That to me signals I know what it takes for me to run fast, and for whatever reason, I don't think I'm at that spot anymore. Is it injury? Is it because I'm doing something else? Like whatever. Like I'm just not there. But or is it just tempering expectations? Or is it also she's just like sure maybe 
she maybe. I mean, and it's like Alyssa Felix also seems like she would just be like, let's not make a big fuss about anything I do. It's cool. I'm just gonna do my thing. Um, yeah, that could be it. I mean, I just don't know how you go from running to bronze medalist forty nine point four to going like, well, I sure hope I can make the final next year in the for USA's in a yeah. week four hundred field. Like that just that seems even crazier to me. Like I what would happen? What would have happened in those? <laughs> You know, right. a couple months. No, you're right. You're right. I got faked out though. When because I you know read the post, I said, "All right, well, guess this is." It. So now it's like, "Whoa!" Right. She's, and I'm guessing, you know, and this is all conjecture, obviously, but like I, I'm guessing it's like, "Hey, I've had one of the most amazing careers of all time." Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's also no pressure on her at all, and so you can go in, go in, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I'm just gonna have one more, one more good time, one more good year." Yeah. Do this thing and like. If she doesn't make the final, who cares? Like she'll get like the biggest ovation, right? Right. New Hayward history, and it'll be great. That's why I thought she would try to run in the meet because it's a unique event, World Championships in the United States. Yeah. So I thought she would always go for it. So that's why I was when there was no announcement one way or the other, I was like, all right, I'm just assuming she's going to keep running. Other people assume the opposite. Oh, it means she's done because she said it was her last Olympics. And then people outside of track interpret that as, okay, you're retired. Cause if you're not going to run in the Olympics anymore. Like, what does it matter? But this event is important for track athletes in the United States. And yeah, you know, she's launching her or she has already launched her, um, her next, her, you know, the shoe company and everything like that. And, like that's a great opportunity to get more attention on that side of things. So it made sense and it's just someone like Allison Felix should have a final race that everybody knows or a final meet that everybody knows. Right. I know that's not doesn't always happen in sports cuz sometimes injury robs us of that or you have the Tim Duncans of the world who just one day are gone. You're like, "Oh, that's, you know." But that's perfectly dunk Duncan though, for sure. Yeah. And and that matched his his personality. I thought for Felix it would be one more. I mean, you were there, right? Weren't you there in sixteen when Richard Ross? It was her last one. Yeah, and she got hurt, right? And everybody knew, hey, this is like the last time she's going to be on the track. Like this is it. And then you get the ovation, and it just yeah, it and that's just either felt it's, right, yeah, right. It felt it, appropriate. Yeah, yeah, and it's either going to be trials or. Worlds and like yeah. in a way, it's in Eugene, and she's going to be, you know, probably the most beloved athlete there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping she does it, and oh yeah, no, I want but, her to, you know, and and hey, like I'm not, you know, like I said, I don't expect her to get a medal for sure, but like she got bronze la- literally last year, and yeah, it's not I to think, say that's impossible this year. Yeah, I just was looking at some. I don't know. You go back now and you read like the statements, you look at the times, you're just like, all right, well, when when did she decide? Because one thing you can't control is what everybody else is doing. So there's no way she would have known, hey, this is where everybody's going to be at in the 400 this year for women, right? There's no way. Right. Yeah. So there, there could have been a scenario where the women's 400 was just insane this year, especially in the US, and you had all these women who were going to be sub 50.6. And, hey, it's going to be tough. But instead, it just seems the opposite is happening. <laughs> and the oppor- it's, it's as if they're pulling her back from retirement. Oh, you wanted to stop in May? Nope. You wanted to stop in June? Nope. We're just going to keep 
giving you opportunities to compete because that's just the way the event is shaping up this year. So I don't know if she anticipated that could have been part of it too, right? Hey, man, I can actually do this. Like, I can make, I can make this team. I mean, if yeah, she, I mean, if she medals again, oh my god! I mean, it's. <laughs> they said if she, yeah, if she makes a world championship final. That I mean, that's a victory. She makes the team, like I said, that's a victory. But it's just, it's so, it's even crazier because I'm like, yeah, she was, you know, out out for a minute there. So 2018, she runs two four hundreds. Fifty one three was her best time of the year. Yeah, 2019, she runs seven 400s. Was, her best time. Yeah, when she was coming, coming back, though, from the yeah. birth and so No, but, like, both of those doesn't, you know, 2020 doesn't run a 400 at all. So, like, literally three full years, but three full seasons, four years, she doesn't, she doesn't run sub-51. Mm-hmm. And then she comes back and runs, breaks 50 twice last year, runs 49-46, wins a medal. Like, it's not even crazy to say like she could be just as good as last year because she's like building on last year. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the weird part. Like because it all you know logic. You just go, hey, she's been good since she was eighteen. Like she shouldn't be able to do this, but she's kind of you know the exception. She's you know in that Kipchoge world where it's just like all right, the rules just clearly don't apply to you. Mm-hmm. So let's stop trying to make the rules apply to you. Mm-hmm. All right, what else can we touch on here? Oh, uh, NCAAs start on Wednesday. We're not going to go too much into that on this show because by the time you listen to it, it already started, but it should be good, as always. And, and Kevin does more about that than I do with the other show, so it makes more sense anyway. Yeah, I mean, Caitlin Tui's going to run fast. Uh, Makai Williams, that'll be exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch it, to be clear. I just I can't I can't speak in depth about NCAAs the way you can, for sure. We'll recap it all next. Randolph Ross in the quarter. want to see what he does. Uh, and you guys, Nur and Young and the 10 and the 5. Let's see. What else is oh, – w- Britton Wilson, like I mentioned, she's in the four hurdles. I want to see how fast she can she can go in that event. So, okay. Um, Brome, Diamond League is on Thursday. You can speak an authority about that. Uh, if people have not uh, already – you know, if the meet hasn't happened before you listen to this. But – I mean, I think that women's 200 is the race of the meet. It features, features Felix, who we just talked about. Western. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I mean, if she were to finish top five in this race, that would be, that'd be an insane performance. Um, I mean, Elaine Thompson, Miller-Waybo, Dean Asher smith Felix, Jackson, Tulu, Kumbungee. I, I, that's ridiculous. Uh, Thompson, Miller-Waybo at the top, and, you know, maybe uh, Ardiner and, and Jackson can get, get in there too, but... I don't know. I mean, this is just absolutely loaded. So, and Felix is obviously not a 200 meter runner anymore, but either way, it's fun to have her in this meet um, with just a stacked field. Like, this is so good. Yeah. And it's the first. Um, this is a true test for Thompson Hurrah this year. Yeah. Yeah. Miller Weibo hasn't, you know, been off to the best start, but I'm not really worried about that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I expect her to to look really good, and and Thompson Ross looked good, but not world beater yet. I mean, she's just all she's done is just win and win like totally fine races, you know. But yeah. it's like the bar she set last year, she's not approaching that yet. But uh, it's you know, it's still early. She's 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 still building. Yeah, I think she's proved she's everybody, but Fraser Price for sure beat her yet. That's what I think. I just oh yeah yeah yeah. No no one else has a 
chance in the hundred yeah. against her. Um, you know, the two hundred. Two hundred is a little different, I guess. I yeah, I still you know, which I don't think Shelly and Fisher Price could beat her in the two really, but I you know Miller Weibo would be my pick to do that. Um, even if you know this did not go well at the Olympics and and everything else, and obviously she's a four hundred first, but I think Miller Weibo is the only one with a real um, puncher's chance to to take her down in that. Mm-hmm. What else? You got Bowl in the four hundred hurdles. We got Curly in the hundred. Women's eight, I think Mo. Yeah. A thing, that probably... And it gets a good feel, too. Like, you know, we don't got Hodgkinson, which is what everyone's waiting for. But, you know, Ghoul, Nakai, Riki, Hailu, Al- Almanza, like, the, you know, she'll have to be her normal-ish self to walk that field. Yeah, I want to see it. We didn't see her at Pre, and we saw a good 600 at Penn, and then we've seen just basically tune-up races. Other than that, this is the first big one for her. I guess this, yeah. this is her... Only the second Diamond League of her career, pre last year, and then now this one. Oh my God, is that true? Jeez, that seems that seems crazy. She was in college last, last I year. I know it just seems yeah. impossible because she's been dominating the eight hundred for six years now. No, no, six six months, twelve months, I guess at this point. Uh, all right, anything else, Rome wise? Uh, men's five k is is really good. You got Ahmed, Borrega, Kajelka, Argawi, Bekele, Edris. Like, I mean, it's just pretty pretty loaded. Mm-hmm. Could be fast. Um. Yeah, with Aragawi there. Is he going to do 12.50 by himself? Is Cheptegai going to run in a different 5K with lights? <laughs> yes, he absolutely is. Actually, he's running the 5,050 um, because he wants to set a world record. <laughs> is it the same race or is it a completely different? No, no, separate race, of course. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's actually a smaller track on the inside. It's uh, does 20 laps. It's running 20 minutes before the other race. Okay. Should we do emails then? Yes, absolutely. Houseoverrun at gmail.com. Oh, wait, hold on. Before I do that. We forgot. We recapped the Diamond League, and we previewed a Diamond League. Oh man! Which means we should have played the Diamond League theme song. Oh, also, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's play that Diamond League theme song, and then we gotta do something else too in terms of songs. I know where you're going. Yep, absolutely. Here we go. What channel is BN? What time zone is Doha in? I don't understand the point system. Where is the 5,000. I got a virus from this Russian stream. I forgot to set my fantasy team. I always select Perkovich. Every 200 has Edward Alonzo in it. This is the Diamond League. Alright. We've had four high school boys break four in the mile this year. (laughs) I'm serious. So, I know. I know. That's the. I'm laughing because we've been hinting at this for a while. Yeah, and, it and then, yeah. but the second the song came, they were like, "All right, we love the song. We want this to happen all the time." So we played it for Solomon. That was the first time we played it, I think. Um, and then, or maybe Gary Martin. Gary Martin, and then Solomon did it again at pre, even though he had already broken it. Yep. But then Martin did it again in a race with Connor Burns. First time there was two under four in the same race. And then a couple days later, Reinhardt Harrison did it. So, uh, you know, four in one year, obviously the most ever. We saw this coming a mile away. I think we're kind of at the – I mean, I'm never going to stop playing the song because I love the song. Yeah. But this is 16 now that we're at. Yeah, and that – I mean – how many more are we going to get this year? Like it's still well. We're coming up on the June 30th deadline. That's true. Put in. I, we got we got all we got all June though. Um, 
but yeah, four, you know, five performances, four guys who did it. Um, it's, yeah, it's just going to be like this. I think, I, you know, I'd be, I, I think going forward, the one or less years are going to be less, um, are going to be the rarity. Yes. But it, it's going to be, every time. there's going to be a, a pod in 2032 or something where it's like, wow, how did no high school boys broke four this year? Or right. are they in a rut? Weird. Like what's going on yeah. with that? That's, that's where we're going to be. Cause we're at 16 now four in in one year but let's uh let's listen to this wonderful wonderful jingle it's another high school stuff fun now the old time list gets one more it started with jim ryan now the numbers multiply because another high school guy just went i don't think i noticed the like the at the beginning keep it one more time yeah absolutely yeah, I like that. Doof, yeah, doof. that classic like count up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Ryan multiplying. <laughs> so Harrison Burns, the latest two. Again, we're at four in 2022. Um, open up the email. I want to know what's the next high school barrier we should be talking about. Ooh, that's a this, great question. This one's over. I know nothing's going to have the history attached to it. Yep. I, I so thought your heart would explode when you broke four <laughs> in the mile. We could say um, we could say sub ten in the hundred, but that's just that's that's so far and away better than sub four. It's like a huge yes. jump up. Uh, but what is it? I mean, we've had some really quick eight hundreds this year on the men's and women's side. Whitaker went sub two. Roshin Willis ran right at two. Um, and on the boy side, they've had some fast ones too. So what is it? What should be the next – like what should get you on the equivalent of Letterman like Alan Webb? Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got okay. So one. I'm looking at the high school records. Which so ones? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so – and boys are at top here. So uh, 110 seconds, clearly. 200, 20.09. Noah Lyles. But is it really? No, it's not. Come on. Um <laughs> kid named Aaron Knight. <laughs> yeah, come on. Like, like that one should just be let's just fix that. Come on. Like this, that just makes it look silly. Um 4446. Jesus. Um Who's that? That was Daryl Robinson. Oh, okay. Yeah. 1982. Yeah. But for whatever reason these are Oh, there's like officially recognized and Yeah, yeah all you that know, stuff. Cuz that yeah. was probably before everything, but either way um it was before everything 82 before everything <laughs> before me so yeah. that's it that's, that's what it counts um 800 could win the gold in 800 this year um 15 hobbs kessler obviously yeah well, okay um yeah i'm trying to think what jumps out here well hold on say the years of all those records can you just say that say like 100 and then say the year and then yeah go so so 100 yeah 10-0 2014 200, we said, is nonsense, but 2009, 20, uh, 2016. 400, 4469, 1982, and then 4519, 2012, 2015. Uh, 800, 146, 45, 
Fernandez. Yeah, uh, that's recent. Okay. And, and, uh, so, so the the four hundred is eighty two, and the eight hundred is ninety six for the boys. Yeah. You see, I just feel like this isn't the same as sub four because you could break it without breaking the record. But just like, when are those records going to go down? That's a yeah. long time ago for that those seems records. Insane. That, so that's what that, I'm into. And then the girls' side, can you do the same thing on the on the girls' side? The absolutely. Years? Just key. There we go. All right, hundred. Uh, ten ninety four. Brianna Williams, twenty nineteen. Okay. Two hundred. Uh, twenty two eleven. Someone named Allison Felix. Okay, that's recent. Two thousand three. Uh, four hundred fifty point six nine. Someone named Sonia Richards. All right. Two thousand two. So this is a. This is this is some star star yeah, power yeah. here. Uh, eight hundred one fifty nine five. Kane. Mary Kane. Twenty thirteen. Uh, fifteen hundred. Mary Kane. Uh, but actually, wait. Then Ephraimson was faster. Yeah, I think it was in it's season. It's like different. Season. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, mile conversions and all. That. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, and then mile, Caitlin Tui. Yep. Four thirty-three. What about hurdles? Uh oh, that's hundred meter hurdles. Twelve eighty-four. Twenty sixteen. It's Tia Jones. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then you have the three hundred and four hundred hurdles. So Sydney McLaughlin Sydney. holds. Both of those. All right. On the women's side, the two and the four. That's what I'm looking for because it's it's Felix and Richard Ross. So two, four, and then the men's side, I'm going with uh, old historical mark marks, plural, four and eight. That's that's what I want to see. Okay. Yeah, and it's – I mean, yeah, because really – I mean, what we want is these perfectly round numbers that – Yeah, I've given up like, on that. Like I said, the 100 lends itself to that, but that's like – a legit, you know, great time, and so it's yeah, it's tough to tough to get the perfect confluence of stuff. But you're right. So the fact that like men's four and eight, you know, it's weird. I just yeah, I'm surprised. I guess that... Michael Norman tied the uh, sanctioned record, you know, outside of the Daryl Robinson one, but that's a half second slower. So I don't really. Yeah, I want to go. If... Was it you said forty four sixty two? So uh, sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, forty four sixty nine is is what I'm looking at. I think that'd be cool. yep. And one forty six forty five. And it just if a high school kid breaks Allison Felix's two hundred record, then or crap. sorry, or yeah. four hundred record. Wait, no, she has the four hundred. No, sorry, she has the two hundred. Sorry, two hundred. Uh, Richard Ross's four hundred record. It's like all right, like that was when those athletes were already amazing. It's not being their twelve year old record. <laughs> it's yes. when they were already. Established, so it's just in yeah. That's yeah. They were medalists shortly thereafter. Yeah. All right. No, I agree. Oh, and I guess those ones uh, that are highlighted in this are from the state championship. That's cool. cool. Why they're officially sanctioned in that way? Okay. All right. Well, I'm happy for those state championships to have. Right. <laughs> well, apparently the national sports festival does not count in the same way. What about the fun festival? But Noel Lyles is the Olympic trials. So where's the <laughs> distinctions here? <laughs> uh, okay. We got an email. Oh, here's uh, from Monica from Cincinnati, formerly from New Jersey. She wrote in just to say uh, thank you to you, Jason. She won the uh, FanHub gift card contest. Oh, nice. For the predictions. That's awesome. Off your, off your pre-odds. So she got a $100 gift card to... Running warehouse said she had to double check that it was for real and not some scammer trying to take advantage of a senior <laughs> citizen. I, I hope it. I hope it wasn't. Uh, if so, to get in contact with Jason. <laughs> yes, if they make you send them a fifty dollars gift card first, <laughs> I would not do that. Trevor writes in. 
who's up for a pointless debate? We've had the Carson Rye yeah. debate, but what could Sydney run in an 800? Discuss. Oh, man. 145? <laughs> <laughs> what could Sydney run in the 800? Well, she just ran 51 with hurdles in the way. Um, man. Like, if she decided to make the switch for her career. Mm-hmm. You know, then then she's she's on her way. Um, I have a number that I'm very confident in saying she could go under. Ooh, okay. I'm really curious what that is. Two minutes. She can go under two minutes. Interesting. Yeah. I don't disagree, but I just feel like you've been so low on the four meter hurdlers. No, I was low on Carson Warham running 145. <laughs> That's what I was low on. I think that you were you thought it was insane that he'd break 148. Yeah. Which 148 is way slower than 240. Yeah. Well, Sydney's better. What can I say? Oof. I like it. I like the the spicy takes here. What can I say? Uh, yeah, I don't I, should I get the point tables out here? I'll get the That's a, yeah, I was just kind of curious myself what what those line up to. But it is interesting that you're I mean, Sydney's amazing. I wouldn't, you know, I, I was going to go sub 2 as well, but I, don't, I, was, I said he kept, could I was I was getting ready to have to fight off your argument. You thought I was going to say like 203? Yeah, look I up, you say 202, to be honest. Look up, yeah. um, look up Shamir Little's 800-meter PB, because she's run it a couple times. Okay. And I want to say she's run 202, 203. And I just, I feel like Sydney, obviously, is, can go can go quicker. Um, all right, so men's 800. Here we go. So 145 flat? Is that what we're saying? No, I, I was. I, I think I. I mean, that was kind of where I was. Joe, I said he could win the Olympic gold final, which I guess would have been like not even that fast, right? One forty-five six or something. No, but. you said legit. He could run one forty-five. Is what you believe? So that's. I'm, I'm well, I said only... he. I think he could be a. Yeah, I think it was sub one forty-six. I think I said. Okay, so I'll I'll put I'll write some numbers down here. Hold on a second. Bear with us, folks. So eleven seventy-three is one forty-five. Shamir Little's only run the eight hundred once. Really? It looks like, and it oh. was two hundred four three. Okay, but still, has uh, maybe Dalil Muhammad? Can you look that up for me? Sure. Yeah, look up some stats for me, Jason. <laughs> and then eleven forty three. Okay, so that's one forty six. All right, scrolling. This is not going to be like our LeBron segment. We're going to get. We're going to nail this one. So. Do, 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 men's, oh, man, this document is, f- I've downloaded it 400 times, and I never, well, Muhammad has never run the 800. That's, I mean, that's not true. Never officially, anyway. Yeah, I know she's run it. Um, uh, hold on here. Okay, we're getting closer now. I'm in men's road running, so I only need to scroll through <laughs> 400 pages more. There's so many events in track, man. Uh, all right, here we go. We're getting close. We're getting close. Well, if she runs an equivalent performance to her formula hurdles, she'll run 146. Okay. Just kidding. I made that time up. Here we go. Middle distances. All right. I'm looking for 1173. So according to this, 1173 is equal to 159.42. So they're saying – so pretty close. They're saying a 159 is equal to a 145. That's not right. And they're saying a 1143 – 201 is equal to 146, 201.1. Okay, so they're in the same, that's in the same ballpark. 
Yeah, I think she could do it. I think she'd go sub two. But it's a great pointless debate, as Trevor as Trevor brings up. Uh, anything to add on that? <clears throat> uh, no. I, I mean, I, like I said, I, I'm I'm a little surprised, but I guess that just speaks to Sydney that even she could turn you to 400 meter uh, hurdlers doing well in the 800. That's that that just that, that might be her greatest accomplishment of all. Well, okay, so she's. What I mean, she's at least a second, like flat four hundred faster than little, right? And then, I guess the hurdles don't matter, but that, that it lengthens the race, you know. Yeah, it just it just requires that little bit of extra endurance, right? Yeah, and I think so. She has, I mean, technique and stuff too. I guess you could say, but I mean, she's so you you start off. I, I start off with thinking two o. She would not go slower than two o four, right? No, that seems insane. Yeah, right. I, I think I think even two o two is like her low end, probably. Right. If she does it once, and then if you're talking about like the thing with Warholm was, oh, if they have like a season to do it or they can do it multiple times, I just think she's going to end up under under two minutes. Oh, to me, that's no question. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. With where the 800 is right now, 159 is probably not going to even get you to an 800 final, whereas 145 on the men's side is going to win it. Well, in the past, 145-9 would not right. have gotten you to a right. final either. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. kind of happened that way yeah. yeah we got like a few years ago it was like oh this you know this woman ran 159 that's that's pretty good and now it's like okay she ran the 88th fastest time in the world this year yeah 100 percent. all right email from mick formerly of bendingo now from camperdown yeah drink the one in county victoria west of melbourne and east of Warnambool. Oh, man. Warnambool? Warnambool? <laughs> oh, we're know. taking away your Australian cred. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I live in Canberra, so a little bit different, Jace. Okay. Anyway, g'day, guys. Last week's pod prompted me to write in with a thought that I have had for some time now. As fans, we love to complain about track not being a, quote, big sport. But I suspect deep down, most of us don't actually want track to grow. We are the sporting equivalent of a music hipster who will look down their nose at you because you've never heard of the bands they listen to and then turn against these same bands the moment they have any form of commercial success. By the way, let me just pause. I just don't understand that. Maybe it's just because I'm a normie person in general. No, it's But the it's, idea of like, I like this thing. Now a whole bunch of other people like this thing. Oh, that sucks. No, I'm the opposite. I... Tell people constantly about the thing I like in hopes that yep. they will also like that thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, and it to me it feels well. It's it's it could definitely be a hipster thing. It also feels like a younger thing. Like when you fir- the first time you discover something cool, and then like you yeah. think that you're cool because you oh I've been listening. To that. But it's like no, I totally agree. It's like why wouldn't you want this thing you love to blow up? Like if you love this band, you'd be yeah, like I don't get it. Oh, they got really famous. That's awesome. Good yeah, for them. Good for them. Like, they to... sold out. No, they did something they wanted to for their whole lives, and then they started making money doing it. This is the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't all work at Tropical Smoothie on Durango forever. You know. <laughs> all right, we could all follow a mainstream sport, but instead we follow a niche sport that is that the rest of the world cares about once every four years. We look down our noses at anyone in any other sport that is considered fast, safe, in our own superiority. 
that we know what fashion really is. We refer to our heroes by their first names because we are part of the same cool club and we moan the fact that these heroes' achievements are not recognized in a wider society. But the instant there is coverage at all, we march to the comment section of any website we can find to inform the masses about the shoes or wave lights or illegal pacing or association with dopers. We secretly love the fact that once every four years, our family, friends, and acquaintances come to us for information and we hate the thought of losing this unique identity we have as, quote, track fans. This then begs the question, if a lot of the fans don't really want the sport to grow, and maybe I'm wrong about this, who does? Would Nike sell more shoes to the general public if elite track was a bigger sport? Would USATF or other national associations make as much money from sponsorships if they weren't in the position to dictate what the athletes wore the only time the general population was watching them? I understand the logic of some athletes looking after themselves rather than the best interest of the sports with late scratches, minimal races, and competitive dodging, competition dodging. However, I think these athletes and coaches need to at least consider that they could have the most to gain financially by the sport growing. So if they're not willing to grow the sport, they shouldn't automatically expect others to. Uh, cheers. That is Mick. What are your thoughts on that, Jace? Yeah, I think he nailed it. I, I really love this this thought process. He's, I think he's absolutely right. Um, and I think he's right about most track, you know, most track fans. And I think there is something fun about having your own little club and being able to be like, uh, you guys don't know. Um, I am definitely on the side though, where I would love track to blow up because then we could like monetize this podcast and sell out. You know, that's what I really want to do. Be like real big fish. Um, <laughs> is that real big fish? Yes. No, that's, that's mighty mighty Boston, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. No, sell out is. Oh, yeah, sell out is. Yeah, sell out is real big fish, right? No, I, I meant I meant the song that I. Oh. No, the song I was humming. I think was mighty. Mm, I went. Yeah, I think you're right. I went ska. Yeah, that's. I think as long as you went ska, I think that's. I the didn't go thing. specifically real big fish. How does those sell, were? How does sell out go? I can hear it. Sell out. Uh, really. Sell out. With me, oh yeah, sell out. With me tonight, record company's gonna give me lots of money and everything's gonna be <laughs> all keep going. right. <laughs> no, that is that song. Is it? Ba-da, da, 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 da. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on, I'm listening to the video now. Hold on, I muted it. Oh, I was right. See, yep, I should have trusted myself. So, what's the mighty mighty boss tone song I'm thinking of? Does um, every ska song sound the same? Is sort yes. of realized. <laughs> And uh, you know what? I don't. I don't mind me some some Scots. I don't listen really listen to it much anymore. But uh, you're might... thinking of the impression that I get, right? That was their big one. Ah, yes. But how does the how does the like uh, the chorus? I think it goes ba da ba. All right, keep going. Sorry. Um, no, but I, I think he kind of nailed it. Um, I, I think a lot of people, yeah, have that have that same kind of feeling with. Like we all want, I think we all do want the sport to be bigger, but it is, there's something fun about like having your own thing that not everybody like, you know, not everybody's into and that you kind of know more about. Um, yeah. So, and I mean, we, Hey, we're guilty. We do the runner, not a runner and all that kind of fun stuff too. So we're, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't claim that we're not doing the same thing. I think people want, to be able to watch their favorite athletes consistently compete against other great athletes and they want to be able to have a reasonable assurance that they can see it a couple times a year. And that's the main thing they care about. And then they also see other – when that doesn't happen, they see other sports that they're into getting all this attention or that attention and then they just immediately, well, why don't they do this? Yeah. And 
I think the first part of that is reasonable, right? If you're invested enough to read an article, listen to a podcast, watch a race, watch a live stream, it's like, all right, cool. I'm I'm into this sport. Like this sport is great. When's the next time I can watch them? Oh wait, where's the start list? All right, who's running this weekend? Okay, am I gonna go? Should I get tickets to this meet if all these people are gonna scratch? So yeah. I don't I don't think it's so much they we want to keep people out. It's just that they make it so hard to let you in. Yeah. Is is what I that I mean that's my impression watching because we've talked about this before. Like when we first started the pod, we're just like, hey, I just want to be able to find the meets, like be able to watch the meets. It does not benefit. I mean, it does, I guess, in some respect now, like, like no one's getting like, going to be like Uber, like we're not going to be the NFL or the NBA. Like, I don't think anybody thinks that's the case. So how can we just make it enjoyable for what it is? And I think part of that's just being able to consume the sport and follow some storylines throughout a season and enjoy it. And that is made very difficult for a number of reasons. And those reasons sort of feed off of itself, right? Well, this would get better if it was bigger. And if it was bigger, this would get better. It becomes very cyclical, I think. But I don't think, I don't really enjoy it because if it was bigger, I think it would just be more of all the things that I would enjoy. Yeah. In the same reason I I would say about the bands. Right. No, and I I agree with that. But at the same time, I would enjoy it just as much, like you said, if if it didn't get bigger, but it's still, but, just the runners ran more and it was just a better product. Right. And it was, and it still stayed exactly the same. I'd be like, great. This is awesome. You know, like I would yeah, be into it. Yeah. My joy though, isn't, doesn't come from other people being left out and not getting in or understanding things. My joy comes from just watching the sport like it does with any other sport. And then my frustration comes in with the things that I mentioned where that doesn't really exist as a fan in other sports because I'm able to rely on some things. There's some pillars that are in place that I know. It's why the Olympics are like, I love watching track at the, like, I like that those new people are coming in. Like, I like getting the random text from non-track fans. And I think there'd be more of that if there was more of those type of events. Would some people catch on and not text me as much? Cause now they're diehard track fans perhaps, but there's so many sports out there that I, th- I think people would be gravitating sort of towards some versus the other. So you just, you couldn't possibly be an expert about everything um, all at once. I mean, there might be a lot, like a little bit of like a masochistic element to it as well, too, of just like here track goes again, shooting itself in the foot, right. With <laughs> whatever the controversy du jour is that people kind of just like, <clears throat> Oh man, this is so amusing. But that's like a different, you have to be such a high level, like a meta track fan at that point to like, be like, Oh Yeah. The rabbits are like not doing what they're supposed to. Or hey, there's another drug bust. This like, of course, right? That is that requires such a high level of dedication to following things. I don't think that represents a huge group of people. Yeah, the main thing we like to make fun of is yeah, when X player wants to make the Olympics or could win the 400 or. But win that's the just like, and those are just fun. You know, that's that's the but that is the BS that comes along with being more popular for a minute right like with the olympics or something that those little things will pop up that you'll just be like okay that's dumb but that's just part of the deal right well is track the sport that has the most people that have done it while at the same time having the least knowledge of who's good at it right now currently 
that didn't make sense at all, but you know, no, I know exactly what you meant though. Yeah. And it's, it's also, yeah, I think you're right, but I think it's also those things where, yeah, and everyone misremembers what they were like, Oh, there was a kid in my PE class who ran one fifty in the 800. Like, I remember that. And you're like, yeah, okay, that's not what happened. But, um, but you take everybody who ran track or cross country in high school, that's a massive number, at least one year. Right. Then you take everybody who didn't run track and cross country in high school, but then joined some sort of running club or ran a five, you know, did something related to the sport. That's a, that's a huge number. And then how many of those people know who made the final in the 800? It's tiny versus how many people are picking up golf clubs? Well, quite a bit, but a lot of those people, they're aware of who, um, his name's Tiger, right? Yeah, I think I mean I think Tiger is the Usain Bolt uh, analogy, but I think you're right. I think there's more, you know, of that. But I can name I can name some golfers off the top of my head, and I've the only last time I played golf with you, or the last time I played golf was with you, so that was what twenty years ago or something, fifteen years ago at this that, point, yeah. right? Like I'm not a golfer, but I just those names are in the ether. Like I've heard them enough. Yeah, times. you just no matter what, you're you're right that yeah. they're they're big enough where it's just the way it is. Yeah, right. And then that doesn't exist at all, really, on the track side, despite the huge amount of people who have participated in it. So that brings in all these people who think that they know or can chime in or, oh, yeah, he was fast in high school. He can make the Olympic team, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't – it's an interesting sentiment, but I don't think that many people revel in it. I think people at the higher levels of the sport, the people who are making the decisions – even the ones who say, oh, yeah, we want to grow it, we want to make it bigger, sometimes are making decisions that are keeping it from growing. But that, again, that's a small amount of people. And I don't think they're doing it because they're like, hey, we want to keep all these people out. It's just more like the case of people operating from a position of self-interest. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. Uh, Let's go to... Marshall from St. Louis. Uh, Sydney, wow. Men's steeplechase, Brian Barraza, Travis Homie ran 819-16 and 819-18. Well, these times are inadequate on the world level. (laughs) Instead of a world lead, you should get an inadequate. uh, (laughs) Sorry, not there yet. There are two more guys with potential to keep Jager off the steeple team. Mm, Does Jager have the U.S. champ standard? Will he petition an entry? I don't. Didn't he get the well, – he didn't get the U.S. champ standard? Yeah, I think he – didn't he get it at uh, – where did he run? I'm blanking on it now. He, anyway, well, I don't think he has – he doesn't have a world standard, but I think he has a U.S. standard. Uh, he's running this weekend too, I think. I would say, yeah, he's running Portland Track Fest, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Look at you. Uh, women's uh, – one of Earl's former Iowan Lolo Jones showed up and ran 13.73. Not sure what the gimmick was for her to compete. Former Iowa Hawkeye Brittany Brown sagged a victory in personal best at twenty one ninety nine. This is all Iowa based. I love it. Um, Josh Thompson lost out in a kick to Empire Elite's Eric Holt three thirty seven six to three thirty seven ninety one. Holt was ninth. Thompson was eleventh. The bell, but Holt closed in fifty four twenty seven. While Thompson could only manage fifty four thirty five. Um, number six. At some point, I'm going to remember that this event occurs in the first weekend of June. And actually, go and maybe compete in the meet, given it's only a four and a half dri- hour drive from St. Louis. 
Uh, Rabat, at what point does the Diamond League cut the men's 800 to? There's an alternate <laughs> universe where Eric Swinski made the 800 final in the world champs, and all those competitors think that Swinski is the rabbit. Just let him go. Swinski <laughs> ends up winning the world title in 147 mid while the rest of the field finishes in 148 high. The men, oh, that's my favorite storyline of the year. That'd be, that'd be terrific. Yep. Uh, the men's steeple continues to excite with Albacali and Germa going sub eight. My bold prediction was that four men would go under eight minutes this year, and I'm halfway there. Yeah, good call. Wow. Well done. Finally, can we get in a brief NBA update? I know our bucks came up short, but Jason Tatum is from St. Louis, so I need to be able to hold my own around the water cooler. All the best, Marshall from St. Louis, formerly of Iowa. All right, well, we're recording this. It's 1-1 right now. If you want some specific Tatum stuff, I mean, you can be like, hey, that step back to the left is pretty good, but if he can't get to his spot, like... Yeah, he's kind of struggling to shoot. Like you, you go, you know what? He's he's struggled so far, but he's gonna he's gonna have a you know he's gonna have a breakout game soon, right? Like yeah. he, he was terrible game one, a little better game two, but he he's due for a for a big performance. Yeah. Um, again, if you want to get really specific, though, step back to the left. That's that's. I mean, everybody likes to step back to the left. I guess if you're right-handed, that's kind of how that works. But yeah, we'll see that he might have a big game though in game three, and by the time Marshall listens to this, that might be. Bad stuff for the water cooler. Also, he spelled his name wrong in the email, so make sure you spell his name correctly. There's, mm. a, there's a Y in there. That's uh, true. Um, he falls down a lot, uh, which is kind of a common occurrence in the NBA. Um, what else? I mean, Kevin, you know, you're rooting for the Warriors, and I am, I'm as well. But you're, 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 you've put all your Bucks energy into the Warriors. Yeah, I, I just transferred it. I, I took all of it. I scooped it up, <laughs> shoved some of it in my pockets. And ran over and dumped it into the into the Warriors side of things. So I'm I'm hoping they are able to pull it out. I think it's going to go. Well, my initial prediction was Warriors in five. You know, uh, we'll seems see. unlikely. Yeah, I think it'll go go a while, but hopefully, go seven. That's that's the most fun scenario, right? Getting the Warriors at home mm-hmm. in Game Seven. No, not if you're cheering for a team. I think it's your team sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the finals are so long. It goes so, so the first round is forever. Then they start doing this every other day thing, and it goes kind of quick for the second and third round. And then the finals. Now it's like every three or four days. It's like, oh my god. Game yeah. seven is on Father's Day. Did you know that? Oh. Yeah. Wait, is Father's Day? That's it's not this weekend. It's next weekend. Correct. That's how far away it is. <laughs> yeah, that's really far. Yeah. It feels like some of those teams in the first round got eliminated months ago. Yeah, the NBA playoffs are really long. Like, yeah. they are, yeah. Insane. April. It starts in April. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. April, yeah. It, April, mid-April to mid-May, mid-June. I mean, that's, that's, that's a long time. So you can say that to, you can say that to the water cooler, too, Marshall. Man, playoffs really are really drag forever. out these NBA playoffs, huh? Yeah. Well, now we're on a regular schedule, right? Last year, it went even later because the, the you know, COVID pushed it back right so the bubble season pushed the other season back so they were playing in july or something last year right when the bucks yeah were going through it. something like that but um yeah i guess if you're a bucks fan too i i don't know what you feel how you feel about boston you probably want to see them lose because you feel like if you had middleton that you would have got through that series if it wasn't for uh alex caruso uh injuring <laughs> just kidding he slipped isn't that crazy he literally slipped. Like a guy who's not that. In, I mean, I don't know. I don't have his injury history in front of me. But some of these other guys, they get hurt, and you're like, that's ah, a bad break. And it is a bad break, but they get hurt all the time. Yeah. Middleton, I feel like, was pretty durable and then just slips on the court. 
changes everything. Yeah, changes absolutely they, they, everything. They probably do win the. They probably they're probably in the finals if if he is not hurt. And then I don't even know who to pull for. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't even watch. Like, if it was Bucks Warriors, it's just too mm-hmm. much. Too it's just much. It's your heart, just so hard. Yeah. Do I do I want Grayson Allen to win, or do I not want Grayson Allen to win? It's <laughs> probably what it would come down to. Uh, okay. Uh, we got. We have another one from Marshall. Yeah, Festival of Miles. Oh man, this one's long. I might have to save this one. I want to get through to Alicia's one. We got one from John here. Uh, probably save that one too. All right, we're gonna do we're gonna do Alicia's. She's got two right here that are pretty quick. How's that sound? Sounds good. Um, oh no, she says the long email. Okay, I'm gonna read the short <laughs> one. Then. Literally the first like, long email. Okay, second email. Uh, so far this season, which do you think is building to a more interesting climax, the men's or the women's? So she's, you're going to choose men, like men's or women's hundred, oh, men's awesome. or women's 200. Like which one? Yeah. I like this. We've never done this before. Love it. Yeah. We need more division in the world. So I feel like this is good. Uh, that was a joke. hundred. What do you think? Who, um, obviously the high end of the women's is much stronger than the men's. But the men's so deep and so unpredictable. So I guess I get to I guess that's a little more interesting to me just because it's total wild card. So I guess I would roll with the men's, even though I'm like, you know, the the Thompson, Shelley, and Fraser Price um mm-hmm. squaring off could be could be legendary. And that's that's what's gonna scare me. Because like if they both, you know, obviously go ten six or or if Shelly and Fraser Price beats her, like that 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 something like that could would easily make the women's trump the men's. She says no one has the edge. Will Marcel be back in time? Yeah, I guess if you're a fan of if you're like if you're US centric, I could see liking the men's more just because the possibility like chaos. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. I feel as if I know for sure two of the three medalists in the women's hundred already. Yeah. And I don't even know if I could name like for sure, like three finalists on the men's side of things. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know who's going to make the team on the men's side. And I don't even know if yeah. Jacobs is going to be, even the people you know, okay, their country is going to send them. Well, I don't know if Jacobs is going to be healthy right now. Who knows? All right. Yeah, I mean, you could say like, hey, I love Christian Coleman. You're like, well, actually the medalist turned out to be um, Jacobs, Curly, and yeah, Andrew Grass. Yeah, and you're like okay, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know, or Bramel. You know, like it's like there's so many guys. I guess Coleman. I'd feel the best about him making the final because I know he's on the team. DeGrasse hasn't been running well. I know, and then Jacobs. We don't know if he's healthy, and then yeah, everybody else. Like, it's yeah, like making finals. I feel good. You know, like I think Curly will make the final. I think Coleman will make the final. I think DeGrasse will still make the final. Like I just. It can't but really but they got him, not, those guys but, those American guys have to make the team though it's just that's, well that's yeah and that's but I I think Coleman I'm you know, obviously has the has the buy so that's it easy Curly I'm like he just seems like the most consistent safe bet so I feel really good about him two hundred better upper male but who knows two hundred men or women <sighs> your favorite event I love the two hundred and man Arian Knighton like. Mm-hmm. That that might have swung it because women's two hundred is really good too. Elaine Thompson obviously you know doing that as well, and Gabby Thomas, and and there's there's some depth there. But I think the just wonderkind uh, <laughs> that he is, <laughs> is is enough for me. I think you meant wonder kid. <laughs> no, you do the German thing, right? Wunderkind or something like that. 
It was a freaking Ted Lasso reference. Come on, man. Oh, uh, my bad. How do you not pick up on that? It's right I'm, there. I'm, I'm so disappointed in myself. <laughs> Remember the Wonder Kid? Oh, no, okay. I do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just want to make sure. Um, all right. 400. Oh, she has Alicia on that one has the women. Okay. 400. She says, can Shawnee do it is the big question. She has the women. I, man, I was going to say women. It would have been women, no question. But then. A little over a week ago. <laughs> and I don't know, is Shawnee, if is Shawnee could do it, but is that a question? Who's going to beat Shawnee Miller? Well, we just haven't. She lost in yeah. Doha. She, I mean, she ran sub 50, but she lost this year. That one's really, really close. Um, Michael Norman, you know, coming back from the dead is the only reason the men are even in contention in this one. Yeah. Because otherwise, it, it, it's women in a walk. But then you have Allison Felix on the women's side. Okay. Mm. You're going women? 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 Yeah. All right. Uh, high hurdles. Men. Ooh, She's got men. Good one. I'm going men as well, too. She has Grant, Hansel, Omar, Trey, Devin? Question mark. That's yeah. pretty good. That's that's a little deeper, I think, than the women's side. Yeah, you got Camacho uh, Quinn. And Camacho Quinn is great. A bunch of question marks. Yeah. Both of these have the capability of a chalk gold medalist who doesn't get the world record but runs pretty fast, in which case you're like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, Grant's out for a redemption because he lost last year. So that adds a little bit of an edge to it. And then if he loses again, I think that's a big story. Allen, before he goes to the Eagles, I think is, yeah. he's interesting. Trey Cunningham has been – Knocking on the door of Holloway's collegiate record, too. So the U.S. trials are going to be interesting. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go men on that one. Foreign hurdles. Oof. This women. is a walk now. Women. women. It should have been so good. Like, I, where I wouldn't have been able to pick. Now it's the women in a, yes. a landslide. It's not even close. Okay. She gets one of these wrong. And then this must be a typo or something. For the 800, she has men. Uh, and she has the prospect of something ridiculous happening. I mean, there are no wrong answers, and this is your email, Alicia. <laughs> but this is a wrong answer. But yeah, this I'm is so, wrong. I'm sorry, sorry, Alicia. This is not it. I mean, just just Mo Hodgkinson. That's yes. Actually, you know what? Just Mo, or just Hodgkinson, would be enough for for the women for me. Um, but those two together, yeah, it's it's women for sure. Not close. I get that she wants chaos. But that's and that's that's fun and it's you know but it's such bad chaos versus like men's hundred is kind of good interesting chaos. Are you going to be there for the men's eight hundred? Oh man, that's a great question. Has anybody <laughs> ever booed an event? I might wear like a bag of my head like a Cleveland Browns fan, <laughs> like in the late nineties. What if every time they just say next up the men's eight hundred? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime the event is mentioned, not no no participant. You're not booing a single participant. Just the event. You're just raining down booths. It's a great question. See, that's why – talk about track becoming mainstream. That would be like a <laughs> the the Bronx cheer when someone runs under 145. It would be incredible. 1,500. Wow. Uh, I, 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 go with, I go men on this one. Yeah, I got to go men, but it's really – I mean, these are both A, like top-level events. Um, the men, it seems like there's a slight – more possibility of an upset. Yeah. Um, even though Britson is, you know, incredible, but Faith Kipkegon has a stranglehold. And then there's also like, there. I mean, there are three or four really, really good women, but it kind of seems that, and the men have 
a little more depth where you oh, can yeah. see a yeah. random bronze medalist. Yeah, and you have a number of people who, if Ingebrigtsen falters, could like are good enough to win. Whereas on the women's side, like, if Safana's son doesn't run, I mean, Sagai, I mean, Ms. Chester just ran, what, 358? Mirror, maybe? I'm being a bit tough because I'm grading the women's 15 based on where it's been, and it's it's not there. Kipigon is better than anybody in either field, in my opinion. Yeah, might... I mean, she has to be the one seed, yeah, if you were to pick him out. Yeah, but the men, it's like we saw Jakob got upset by Tefera. We saw him lose to Chariot, obviously, a whole bunch of times. Kip Sang's in there. Hoare was runner-up at Pre. Kerr got the bronze medal. You got yeah. the you got the two Americans in there as well. I think it's I think it's the men's fifteen. I think the, I think a lot could happen in the men's fifteen. That's and that's good. a big swing because the women's and they talk stranglehold on this for like a decade. Yeah, they they good thing we're doing it this year. I'm seeing the men's heats and the semis, but not the final for the 800 yeah all right steeple well men's steeple back from the dead a little bit yeah i think it's men's steeple yeah uh, i mean yeah it just it just broke out because it was it was real rough there for the last three years basically um but i think that 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 kind of brought it back I feel like I'm picking the men a lot. Yeah, it seems, and I'm I'm surprised actually. I, if you would have made me guess in advance, I would have said the women. Five k, ten k. Um, what's Gaday doing? I mean, what's Hassan doing? Yeah, I mean, we know so many. Yeah, we know Nian Saba. On the men's side, Chapter Guy is going to be in a separate race. You got Aragawi. They're both. They're, they're actually, they seem These, pretty even to me. Yeah. I would probably just say. I'd want to see the fields and pro- I'd probably get one men and one women, I would guess. But if Hassan comes back in any way, shape, or form, I think that tips the balance to the women. I think obviously the Nian Saba angle is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> like if she somehow uh, gets gold in, in that 5K. So I'll go, I'll go women on that. Relays. Really, she has men because she says, "Will the U.S. bounce back in the four by one?" I mean, the men are so much more talented than every other team in the U.S. Yeah. in the four by one. It's comical, um, so it's going to be hilarious to watch them lose. Um, <laughs> I'm going women because yeah, I agree. You have the possibility again of that four by four non four hundred meter team with Muhammad McLaughlin and Mo. Which is fun, and then the Jamaican women can break the world record in the four by one. They didn't last year, but they can do it. And just having a team with Thompson, Hurrah, Fraser Price, and Jackson on it is special. So I'm going women. I mean, I get it. U.S. dropping the baton is always going to get people's attention, but I've seen that movie about twelve times. Yeah. So either the U.S. <clears throat> drop the baton and blow it, right, and that's fun, or if they make it around, they odds are they win, even though honestly they, they do get beat sometimes. But like just from a talent standpoint, it just doesn't seem super intriguing for me for the men. I mean, I'll be fun. It'll still be fun to watch, but yeah, I would pick the women because at least, at least and even the high end of like, you know, Thompson and Shelly and Fraser price and, and that will just be fun. Yeah. Yeah. You could see 
a record in that. Women's 4x4, that record is so far out there, but if anybody's going to make a run at it, it's that group that's out there right now. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, you could really load up that team. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Yeah, that was. I really like that email. That's that's a good call. I like that, uh, and that can swing year to year. That's fun. Yeah. So we'll we'll do the other ones uh, next week. We got the one from Marshall, another one from Alicia, and then one from Dan in Chicago. We'll have plenty to talk about next week as well. Um, anything in particular you're looking forward to seeing in between the Diamond League and NCAA's and Portland Track Festival and all that stuff? Man, yeah, this is really a loaded week. It's even hard. Like I said, I think that women's two will have the most of my attention, but I'll be watching a whole bunch of stuff. What about you? I will be watching. I'm only looking for one race. No. Yeah, the women's two, I think. And then we didn't even talk about there's that New York Grand Prix on Sunday, Richardson versus Thomas in the 100. Mm, Holloway's running. Uh, Knighton, I think, is doing the one and the two. Lyles is running as well. Um, so all those sprint races will be good. I mean, the at NCAAs, I want to see what Randolph Ross does because I think he's possibly he has the possibility to go sub forty four again. Yeah, which could change things when you're looking at the U.S. trials. So yeah, all that. I don't know. That wasn't very specific, but no, that's there's, good. There's going to be. A st- like something we talk about next week that we didn't even see on our radar now just because the sheer volume of high-level competition that's sure. taking place um, this week. Because this really is the, oh, yeah, a couple weeks out before USA's. You don't want to be running, like, really hard right right before. So, um, yeah, that's that. I think that's it. Email that's the it. show. Yeah. Houseofrun at gmail.com. Um Stay tuned uh, for for next week. We'll do a probably do a big show next week. I'm guessing. Uh, send us your plans for the World Championships. Uh, if if you're not going and you just feel like you've been excluded from that segment, just write in and tell us so where you're gonna watch it. I think that could be fun too, right? You know, laptop, you know, just on my couch like that. Hey, that's how I watch most meets. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you guys next time. Jeff Gannis. Ba-da-da. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da.